Horror Play is brought to you by Audible.com. Go to www.audibletrial.com shark to get your free audiobook download and 30-day free trial. With over 180,000 titles for you to choose from for your Android, iPod, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to the Horror Play Podcast, the podcast dedicated to find the scariest game ever made. I'm your host, John Laswith, and joining me, as always, are my dapper co-hosts, Adam Jedmore, Robert Lamb, <laughs> Yo. and Tyler Scrooge. <laughs> I, I gave you like a second, Adam, to do something. I was... Uh, no, we had to move on. I was trying to figure out if you'd use that one or not. Already. <laughs> no. yeah, I, I, like I was trying to figure it out, too. <laughs> okay. All right, Adam. Since you're being all uppity with me, what game are we talking about this week? Well, today, or this week, we are talking about The Walking Dead, a tale, a telltale game. Um, this not the is, TV show. Not the TV show, no. This is <laughs> okay. a telltale game. Okay. All right. All right. What are you on <laughs> Did you get it? Okay. Well, we'll what see. That, what does that mean? The jury's still out. What that means is it's a game mm-hmm. by Telltale. Oh, okay. Shit. Okay. Which is a publisher. Oh, okay. That, uh... I guess they made a few games before this Walking Dead game. They had, uh, I think, a Jurassic Park and they, a Back to the Future. Back to yeah. the Future, yeah. Is but it all... Are they all... Okay, what what type of game is this It's like one? a third-person, basically point-and-click adventure. Right. Yeah. Um, game is used very u- loosely in this case, I believe. Right. That's my yeah. opinion. Um, but basically, there will just be points of interest on a static map that you can look at or people you can interact with, and there's very light puzzle solving involved in it. Uh, it's mainly about the story and the decisions you make going through this story. So because why don't we talk about what decisions you guys made? Well, it gives you like choices of dialogue that you can kind of pick, and that kind of that changes the game later yeah, on, like depending on what you pick. I guess about that, that. like the different choices you make, mm. it's not like in other games, like notably RPGs, where it's like there's a good option, there's a bad option, there's like a neutral option. And these, like, they're all very, they're all the options are very vague and they're kind of similar. Yeah. I still, really. I still think they kind of fill those same roles of the the good option, the neutral. option. I think it's right? in some conversations, but for the most part, I felt like they were all kind of. Well, I don't feel like strongly towards one option to an, or another. I'm just like, well, this one. Sounds most similar to what I would say. The yeah. situation. The other, so. the other thing the game does is when the options do pop up, you have a limited time to choose your option. So you can't just sit there unless you pause the game, I guess, and decide what you want to say. Yeah, you can't. You don't have a lot of time to think. So some, usually, but some yeah. options were faster than others. Yeah. yeah. Some, some they they forced you into like split second decis- decisions, or the game picked for you. Yeah. Well, I think it always defaulted to the, like, do nothing or say nothing. Yeah, yeah and then it'd be like, why didn't you say anything? Because I remember one time we didn't pick anything. And Which is like similar to the beginning of the podcast, how Adam played the entire game. Yeah. 
Yeah, where, where he got <laughs> intro, and he's like, yeah. I don't feel like saying anything. <laughs> Adam chose not to say anything. All right. <laughs> They'll remember that. Yep. John will remember. Right? Hopefully John remembers. Yeah. I don't know, guys. Do we feel like uh, having, like, your own conversational choices, does that help or hinder the story? You think? I think it was the story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It definitely was. I mean, there was really nothing else to the game. Um, all, all the puzzles were very simple to solve. Every once in a while, they would throw in a very simple, like, sh- shooting mechanic. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I really feel like without that, there was nothing. Yeah, I think, you, like, the only kind of gameplay element you could really talk about was the, uh, what, pressing Q in certain yeah. moments. Yeah. It's like, oh, crap. Even, like, yeah, where's Q? Where's yeah, Q? Yeah, yeah, Q and then E. <laughs> Even the, like, the, the couple times where you shoot a gun... They're so few and far between in the game that, like, you almost forget that it happens. And you have yeah, to kind of remember. You're like, oh, I have to actually use a gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it threw me off the first time. It kind of went to that, like, third person where you're just controlling the reticle yeah. to shoot at the zombies' heads. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I know this isn't, like, your traditional game, but I actually had a lot of fun playing this. You know, it. I mean, it wasn't like Call of Duty where, like, I go on, like, a 10 kill streak or something. But it just... It's kind of a slower game where you just take your time. You just it, the game lets you invest in the characters more. It's more like right. Call of Duty zombies. Yeah, is what you're trying to exactly. say, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I get it now because <laughs> of the zombies. Yeah, that, no. yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I thought it was because of the investment in the story. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I think you would have to be in the into the source material for that. See, I'm I'm kind of. I'm kind of like iffy on The Walking Dead in general, on the comics and the TV show. I'm just like, I mean, I don't hate it as much as other people, but I'm also not a huge fan. So I'm approaching this like completely neutral. I I think that's, I don't know. I'm kind of sick and just sick of The Walking Dead and over it. Right. Um, no, wait, The Walking Dead or just zombie, the zombie genre in general? Probably both. I'd say, yeah. Probably both, um, most notably Walking Dead. I really feel like that's the only thing kind of holding the zombie genre up at this point. Like, you know, every few years it would come in and then it would go out. Now it's just kind of here permanently because of The Walking Dead. But I've watched, I don't know, three or four seasons of the show. I've read the comics through issue 100. So I just really wasn't looking forward to this going into it um, just because I wasn't really interested in The Walking Dead. But I I did get a little invested in the story towards the end. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did this? uh, We should also point out that this this game is is an original story, kind of set in the Walking Dead universe. You run into some similar characters from, uh, or like actually the same characters from the comic and the show. You meet Glenn. You meet Herschel. It's set in the comic book universe, not the TV universe, because those are separate. Okay. That's the thing is, I'll, I'll agree with Adam in the sense that. Zombies have been overplayed for a while now, and and I think like The Walking Dead is what kind of it coming out on TV. Like it was already a big comic book thing, but it coming out on TV I think sparked a lot of interest with people because that was something new to TV. Yeah. It's not new to movies. Zombies have always yeah. had movies, yeah. but it was new to TV. And like what they did with it on the TV show, it was cool. But I also kind of dropped out of it. Um, yeah. And then same with the comics, is I read through like issue one hundred and then kind of dropped off. Um, but I will say that playing the Telltale game now, there's a season two out that obviously we'll probably play later on. I I don't know how that is, but the season one, I actually liked this game compared to like I like this game more 
when I compare it to the other Walking Dead stories, like the comic like story, the TV, TV show. show story. I actually liked this one a lot more. I felt like it was more emotional focused. and more focused on yeah. like a certain group of characters than anything else. And because it actually had an end point. Yeah. Unlike I think the you comics. need an end point. Yeah. Every story needs an end point. Well, never ending story. Well, I mean. Well, okay. <laughs> uh, I guess that had an end point, but still. Yeah, it still had a climate. It still finished at two hours. Right. <laughs> well, as far as horror goes, we're talking about zombie kind of fatigue. Are zombies still scary? Do you guys think? I think they can be. I don't know if I was I'd necessarily ever scared of zombies. I can't ever really remember a time where I was like, Ah, uh, zombies. Really? Well, you weren't I, into, uh, like, uh, the old George A. Romero zombie movies? I didn't ever watch them when I was younger. Um, Night of the Living Dead just kind of, it's not that scary, but, like, but Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead. I liked, all, I liked all the Romero except for the spinoffs, like Diary and uh, what was the last one that yeah. just came out? Survival of the Dead. Those were shitty. But the Night, Dawn, Day, Land, I liked all those. Um, were they scary to you? Yeah. I mean, they were scary when I watched them when I was younger. Like, especially the old ones, like, Land of the Day came out in the 2000s. But the earlier ones, they were scary to me. They were just kind of freaky. You know, I, I think I've always had more of a... I've been tense around zombie stuff. Like, I know something's going to happen. I know pretty much everybody's probably going to die. That's mostly the, the end Yeah, there's always a guy who gets things. bit and then <laughs> yeah. he hides the bite from, like, the rest of the group. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's, it's more just a, a sense of tension when it comes to zombie stuff than actual scariness. No, I can see that. Um, a zombie, the, zombie stuff can definitely have its scary moments, but I don't think it has the same kind of, like, fear or overall, like terror as some other horror yeah i think a lot of the times a zombie like the big scare moments you get in zombie movies or in the walking dead or anything it's like little jump scares yeah exactly which i wouldn't really attribute to being zombies it's just a jump scare yeah my only problem with like the zombie movies and like even this is there's always like a jump scare where it's like a zombie like in a locker or like in a fridge or something like that. And I'm I mean, always, it always like, gets why? you. Yeah, it but why, gets you. why? What is a zombie doing in like these air like in a box or something? And then well, they open the box and it just jumps out of the box. Like, why was there a person in a box? How well, do you know they weren't playing <laughs> Metal Gear, like yeah, real maybe. life Metal Gear Solid? <laughs> the zombie was. Oh, well, they, obviously, if they died while they were in the box playing, yeah, uh, maybe. maybe. Metal Gear Solid meets Zombies. I would play the shit out of that game. Metal Gear Zombies? Yes. Well, you'll probably... Stop, well, stop maybe you'll get it action. now that, that uh, Kojima is gone. Let's, not, go. let's not talk about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, guys. What was your scariest moments from The Walking Dead? I think mine... Uh, it may have kind of been an optional one. I don't know if you guys would even ran into this area. But when you get to... I believe it was in Chapter 3 where you get to the train... Okay. Yeah. Um, at one point, you're able to walk around the front of the train, and there's a car that's kind of like smashed into the side of the train, and um, you don't have to go by it. I just happened to walk over to it, and when you walk over to it, there's a zombie that's like strapped in the passenger seat, and I think it jumps at you, mm-hmm. and that was that was probably my scariest moment. Right. Yeah. 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 That was. Uh, I had two. I mean, they're both jump scares. That was one of them because I just remember like. Going that way, and then it kind of like almost does like a cutscene thing, real fast cutscene, just like ah, and it jumps out, and like that's that startled me. And then also, I mean, I guess spoiler when when he gets bit near the end, 
Oh, in chapter Lee? five. Yeah. No. Yeah. Tell me the black guy dies. Yep. Oh. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that one coming. Yeah. He's kind of the last to die. Yeah, though. yeah but you yeah. pay. You play as Lee, who's <laughs> the black guy and like the main. It's focus. probably like one of the best main characters out of like out of all. Walking of, Dead. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Yeah, <laughs> I will out of too. All the Walking Dead. Yeah. There's not oh. many characters I've even liked in any of them. No, yeah. and all the ones that you do typically like end up dying Anyways. they don't keep any of the likable ones around yeah kirkman's a lot like martin george rr R. martin just yeah. kills off every character that you like <laughs> that's how you get a hit tv show yeah. nowadays i guess so you just gotta kill main main characters yeah. tyler what was your scariest moment it probably had to be the train moment as well or the car the train it's, it's just yeah. a jump scare it's kind of glad i went yeah. first yeah. <laughs> oh yeah wait John, john's gonna have something different <clears throat> I always have something. Yeah, different. I know. <laughs> Trying to keep this podcast interesting. He changes John's it up the last moment minute. Was the car crash at the very beginning of the game. I think yep. the scariest moment came from my favorite episode, episode two, when they're at the farm mm. with the cannibal farmers. I think like towards the end of the episode when you're making, it's when the uh, they're serving dinner. And then Lee just kind of makes his way up the stairs, like trying to find where Mark is. Yeah. The whole time it's like, you know, like there's something wrong with these people. Yeah. Like the whole time Mark is gone. And then like. I was playing Robert. I mentioned Robert. Like, oh, they're probably eating Mark right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so like, I'm walking. I'm making my way upstairs. Like, it's just dark. It's creepy. It's silent. I'm just like, oh, man. Like, something bad is going to happen. And then you just find out, like, your worst fear is confirmed. Like, like yeah. they're serving Mark in a dinner table right now. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this That's, is. That was kind of weird because the, the game split up into five chapters, which they were released, yeah. like, I don't know. How long after each one? A couple one. months of piece between each one, I think. I mean, we we played them all the way through in one sitting because the the whole game's out now. But they're they're released in f- um, there's five chapters for season one, and it was kind of a weird for me. Like at chapter two, they're already doing the cannibal eating your friend yeah. kind of thing, which they've done in both the comics and the TV show. But like in chapter or, or like season four of the TV show, and then they but did it was it, in, it was. Kind of early in the comics. Was it? it was fairly early in the comics, yeah. yeah. I think Wasn't the, show, the show took longer to get there. Yeah. I thought that was, like, so it was, that was after the prison. It was after everything. the prison, but so the prison was, was relatively early in the comics. Yeah, I but think the, the prison, prison was, was around issue 30 or something like that. But it still kind of seemed like that was... Fa- I mean, this was like chapter two. Like oh, This yeah. was like right after they were like... Well, the season's like five episodes long. Yeah, so no, I know. Like, I just thought, I just was surprised when we were talking about like, what if they're eating... Our friend and stuff like that. And I was like, would they really do it like this early into the game? But I mean, they did. And I was fine with it. I mean, I like that chapter a lot. It was freaky. But yeah, it was my favorite episode out of all the episodes. But it did feel like an outlier because like all the other episodes, like they were just like they were like heading towards Savannah. Like that was the right. goal. Yeah. But episode two, like, oh, we're on a farm now. So it was but, season yeah. two. Of yeah. It's Walking basically Dead. season two of the game. <laughs> yeah. One of them. Well, that was they did kind of use that to push them towards Savannah because it, it was chapter two. Chapter one was mainly spent establishing like everybody coming together and then uh, establishing the hotel at the end, like trying to figure things out. And then chapter two picks up a few months into that and you come to a point where they can't survive in that hotel. They've been camped out in. So they're like, right. well, we got to try this farm. Hmm. So it, it did yeah. propel them forward, and then when they realized they were going to get eaten, they were like, well, I guess let's do Savannah. Actually, yeah. I just I just remembered something. At the end of Chapter 2, you got to see <clears throat> what was on that videotape 
Oh, that woman you found in the woods. Yeah. That was creepy because she was, uh, you, you saw that she was videotaping them. You yeah. and Clementine the whole time. Just like, whoa. Yeah. That, that was a nice touch. Yeah. All right. No one else yeah. has anything to say? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. I, I think that's it. When everybody else is just sitting here quietly, well, I think it's time to take a commercial break. Okay. Right. Please state your name for the camera. David. Huh? State your name. David Summers. And why are you here? Because you think I killed them. Killed who? Killed who, David? <laughs> My friends. And did you? No, 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 I didn't. <laughs> then who did? <laughs> it doesn't matter. I guess you don't believe me anyways. For the record, please. It killed them. All of them. <laughs> By it. This man from your dreams. No. Then who? <laughs> you know what this looks like, right, Mr. Summers? <laughs> yes, I do. And according to you, by this written statement, you predicted this by way of what you call... Sleep paralysis. Yes. So if you knew, why didn't you say anything? I tried. I tried. But it was already too late. And what exactly happened out there, Mr. Summers? There was something out there with us. Something that was just summer of 2015, Paralyzed, brought to you by Shark Dropper Studios. Hey guys, Robert here to tell you about a special offer we have here at Shark Dropper Studios, and that's audibletrial.com slash shark. Now, you probably, you probably know what Audible is. We talk about it all the time here. Um, basically, if you go to audibletrial.com slash shark, using that shark uh, promo code, you will get yourself a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial. So since we're talking about The Walking Dead on this episode of Horror Play, why not check out The Walking Dead Rise of the Governor? It's a book. It's about 10 hours. It's uh, written by Robert Kirkman and Jay Bonansinga, if I'm pronouncing that right. It's narrated by Fred Berman. And you can find it on uh, audible.com, and you can get it for free. Free, right right to your ears. Basically, just go to audibletrial.com slash shark. Make sure to put in that promo code at the end, slash shark, and you get yourself a free audiobook. Download The Walking Dead, Rise of the Governor. 
Or you know what? Don't. If you don't like The Walking Dead and you want something else, Audible has over 180,000 books to choose from. And you can download them for your iPod, your Kindle, your MP3 player. Anything that plays MP3s, you can download it for it, listen to it, and it's, and it's a free book. And it helps us out here at Shark Chopper Studios. So definitely check it out. Once again, audibletrial.com slash shark for your free audiobook and your free 30-day trial. Welcome back to Horror Play. Well, we just had a spirited conversation. Yeah, we did. About theme parks. Mm-hmm. Nothing to do with The Walking Dead. <laughs> no, we were talking about a Walking Dead theme park. Well, to be fair, we were talking about Universal, and they have Walking Dead like every year at Halloween yeah. Horror Nights. Yeah, they're, they already announced so it So in a way, year. in an off way, we were talking about The Did Walking Dead. Did you guys Dead. hear that, I think it was in the Hollywood location, but they're making like a, like a Halloween Horror Nights attraction based on the movie This Is The End. It's only in the Hollywood one? I thought it was going to be... At all I, of them, but I did see that. I'm like, and I that's was awesome. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be like a replica of James Franco's mansion from the movie, and it's set in like the apocalypse, and it's supposed to be like a comedy horror. Hmm. Uh, but it's like a haunted house. Yeah, yeah. But it, and it's going to be there just for Halloween, or like yeah, it's it's a part of um, Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, but oh, okay. I know I read I read like it's going to be the Hollywood location. Yeah, it probably I haven't. I just looked at the Orlando one. Recently. Orlando one's always better, always better. Well, that's it a bummer. Usually, I just yeah, I just saw this like a couple days ago though. Okay, yeah, so, yeah they might have not. A, I don't know. Maybe they just didn't announce it on their website oh, no. yet. Well, you know what? I'll, I'll look it up. In the meantime, Robert, uh, get on with the ratings. <sighs> ratings. This podcast is all about ratings. Anyways, if you haven't listened to the Horror Play podcast before, you wouldn't know that we have a rating section, <laughs> which is basically we. Score uh, four different categories. Immersion, which is atmosphere, music, sound effects, creativity, graphics. Um, the other section is story, plot, characters, enemies. Gameplay, controls, and level design. And then the fourth category, the most important, scariness. So while we're looking for the scariest game, we're also looking to see if these games hold up as a horror game in general. So we rate each of these categories on a scale from 1 to 10. 10 being the highest because it is a higher number. So let's go through it. Let's start with immersion. Were we immersed in this game? I gave it an 8 out of 10. John, a 6.5 out of 10. Adam, a 7 out of 10. And Tyler, an 8 out of 10. I mean, they're all relatively close, yeah. actually. I, I was very close to giving it a 6.5 as well. Really? Um, I bumped it up a little bit because of graphics. I, I liked the I, style of the game. I did, yeah, the yeah, graphics I weren't great but it's stylized in a way that it works yeah yeah i mean that i'm a sucker for cell shading yeah. too i don't know why i um, mean it's not they don't do it too often in games and like i don't know it's just a different style that i, I like games when they do something different and it actually works and i think that works yeah and it, it actually did look like you were playing a comic book right so i, I think they okay it just says universe studios hollywood so really? oh sorry what were you guys talking about <laughs> yeah. oh that's okay <laughs> All right, what? That's all right. It's a bummer. That's yeah. I really wish they were doing it here. Yeah. Well, let's we're, go to Hollywood. Uh, yeah, so cell just, shading. It's great, right? <laughs> yeah. We were just talking about how you weren't immersed uh, in this game and you hated the uh, Yeah, factor. no, I'm totally immersed. He was, Can't he you was tell? As, yeah. immersed in this, as immersed in this game as he was in this conversation. Oh, uh, what yep. did I give it? A 6.5? Yep. Yeah. Yeah the, uh, yeah, the graphics were good. I think they were appropriate Yeah. for the story because you said it was based on a comic. Uh, Universe. Walking Dead. Yeah. yeah. And not necessarily a TV show. I, I liked the music in this too. I don't feel like it had 
a lot of different types of music, but that sad song that they played like so many times. Oh, like the really got to piano me. medley. Yeah, like I I like that song so much, and they and they played it like near the end, like that sad ending. It was just like, yeah, I, I like this kind of like. I will say this though, it, uh, it, the cell shading like cell shading graphics have a limit as far as like what you want to do with them, because like this is very this is a very emotional story, mm. and like you can only do so much with cell shading because like there are times of like. A character's like really, really sad, but then like you, it shows uh, his face, and it's just like it's just like a big like like happy looking cartoon. Yeah, <laughs> it's I just like, know, I, I'm I, guessing he's sad the way he's talking, <laughs> not think, the way he's looking. I think for a cel shaded game, it wasn't as animated as a lot of other cel shaded games I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, like, but Telltale is not a big studio, is it? I would guess not. I mean, I would imagine they're bigger now since yeah. Yeah, Walking now. Dead game. But I thought that they up. were kind of like a smaller company when I they think, did Back to the Future. I mean, they're, yeah, they're not Activision, obviously. Right. They're not. But, and no, I, okay. I mean, they at least had the the time to, you know, they were putting these out in chapters, so they only needed to have like three hour chunks of the game done at a time. Right. That makes sense. I mean, I, I mean, I gave it an eight out of ten, and the reason why I didn't give it higher was more of like the. I know this can be part of like the level design too, but when you were in levels, there's only so much you could interact with. Yeah, that so it was, was kind of like, and then like the invisible walls, mm-hmm. which are a part of yeah. like they didn't want to expand too much, which I get um, because you are kind of just directed to go certain places. But kind yeah. of like hitting an invisible wall rather than like putting a fence there or something to make yeah. it seem like you couldn't go there took me out of the immersion a little bit. Yeah, and they they could have maybe just opened up the area a little bit more, mm. um, giving you a little more. Uh, a few more options to screw up and get killed. Well, I would have liked to like interact with stuff that didn't have to do with the story. Like yeah. it could have been like anything and just be like, yeah, something instead that you can of mess like, with. well, and another thing they did that kind of annoyed me, um, is you would get to stuff that you could interact with, mm-hmm. but they would only let you look at it until you go and do and something else. Like try to get in a door and it's like, Oh, that door's locked. Maybe I should try and find this. I'm like, but I just walked by that. Why couldn't <laughs> I just pick it up while I was over there? Right. You yeah. didn't know you needed it then. <laughs> yeah, when the door was locked, yeah. is when it why clicked. would you not take every supply you could find in a zombie apocalypse? That's because true. it's going to slow you down. Yeah, you can only carry Come so on many now. screwdrivers, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but if you have one, why are you why are you dropping it? That's true. Because you can only carry a screwdriver or an axe. Duh. Yeah. My what if it's a, that's right. What I if forgot. it's a Swiss Army knife? What do you do then? <laughs> you got to choose one of the three. <laughs> I don't know. I I mean, overall, I liked like the creativity of the game. I liked how it was set up. I liked the music. I liked the sound effects. I mean, I thought all of it worked. Um, there's just like some things that stuck out to me. Well, I feel like the creativity is kind of hit or miss. Like for all the reasons you stated, like yeah, the creativity was exemplary. But as far as like the gameplay goes, like as far as like the puzzles go, mm-hmm. I wish there was more more of an open-ended kind of feel about these puzzles because like these puzzles were like it's basically just fitting like a square peg into a square hole there was like no other like uh option like i feel like if we had like more options Mm. to approach the problems the game would have been just even better yeah Uh, you know another thing that bugged me is i actually played this on playstation 3 um there were times where the game would kind of freeze. Like, everything would keep moving, but the visual would freeze. Mm. Um, and 
it would play out a sentence and then it would cut to where it was supposed to be like the scene you should have seen when that sentence was said Mm -hmm. and you'll just see the mouth move and there'll be no sound and you'll just have to sit there and let that play. So there would be some times where I would just sit there for like 30 to 45 seconds until the picture caught up with the audio. There were some glitches that we hit too, where it would kick us out of the game. Yeah. And I didn't know if that was my computer at first or if it was the game, but like we've never well, had the game that did issue. freeze a couple times. The yeah. uh, the audio didn't always sync up with the cutscenes, you know, at some points. But for the most part, it was pretty much smooth. It wasn't too bad. Yeah, I don't remember running into many issues when I played it. I think I may have had some of the audio sync issues a little bit, but I never had the game crash on me. Right. Yeah, it so. happened a few times. More towards the end, though. It was like in chapters four and five, it kept like kicking us out. Yeah, I would notice when I would get towards the end of any chapter, it would start to slow down and like freeze up a lot more. Yeah. So I don't know if maybe there was just too much data at the end of it suddenly. I mean, maybe. There's a like, lot of zombies. Can't process more zombies. <laughs> yeah, there's no. more than 10 zombies in this <laughs> frame. <laughs> Cannot compute. No, I'm pretty sure a TV show does the same thing. Yeah, they're like, we only have 10 extras. Yeah. Let's make them count. Yeah. <laughs> Too many. We got to start paying more money. No. Um, all right, so let's go to story. That's plot, characters, enemies. I gave it a 9.5 out of 10. John, wow. an 8.5 out of 10. Okay. Adam, an 8 out of 10. And Tyler, a 9.7 out of 10. Ooh, Adam. Adam. You, you hate the story. The story. Yeah. I, only an 8 out of 10? Oh, man. <laughs> only an 8 out of 10? Wow. Let me tell Fucking you. Fucking horrible. Jesus. Let me tell you. I just did not believe the acting. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, that little girl, she was... Well, Clementine? A girl. I mean, yeah. come on. She was that. so cute. Just admit it. <laughs> and a little baseball cap and her hair sticking and her up. curly hair. Yeah. Oh, but that hair was just too long. It, it was, was just yeah. too long. The whole time I was like, this is not believable. That's why you hate it. Apocalypse, you, we would have cut that yeah, hair. See, that's, that's why you hated short. it. He didn't choose to cut the hair portion of the hair. <laughs> well, I did. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I don't know. I gave it a 9.5. I gave it pretty high score because we play a lot of horror games and a lot of the horror games just suck in the story, story department yeah. yeah they suck in the story department and like i get this wasn't the scariest game and it was more of like you said adam more of a story that you kind of just interact with more than it is a game game but that's where it excelled was the story portion and like i i don't know just playing resident evil and amnesia like all these very just like dry stories that don't really like go anywhere a lot of times they're with characters that you don't care about or know who they even are like silent hill like was an example where we played we didn't really know everything that was going on dear esther dear was also esther. a really dry story that one too yeah there's a lot of them so uh i felt like this one it, it excelled in the story department i mean like um like i said earlier i was just kind of bored towards the beginning Mm. um i didn't really care about the story they were hitting a lot of the same things as the walking dead comics and then the show ultimately did um like there was a lot of things that felt similar like you were at the farm Uh, well was that herschel's farm the first uh, the The first first farm farm you you went to but yeah yeah, like you went to herschel's farm which was cool like that little thing you met glenn but then just holding up in a place and camping there for a while Mm. like the cannibals it just hit a lot of the same notes like hey Guys, remember when we did this and that other thing? That's my issue with season two is like, I don't think any of us have played season two, right? You haven't no, played Tyler, no. So I'm kind of worried. Like they, they hit all these notes for that. And I'm like, what's left for season two? Like, what are they really going to go with? 
besides maybe like a governor character well towards towards the end of this um i really felt like they kind of split off and started to tell their own story and not rely as heavily on the comics and i did start to get a little more invested in it towards the end um I felt it was really odd. Uh, did you guys take the the option to take the food out of the station wagon at the end of chapter two? No, we didn't. Yeah, I we uh, don't remember if I did or not. We uh, declined. I think I was playing. When you, I, you were playing. I was yeah. like, you know, Clementine says that's a bad idea, so I'm like, I'll just do whatever Clementine says. Yeah. Okay, so what what happened at the end of the game for you? Did Clementine get kidnapped? Yeah, yeah, she got kidnapped by, by the guy who owned the station wagon. Okay. And he was still pissed because he was like, well, okay, you didn't take the food, but your, your group did. Yeah, your people did. So I feel like it probably didn't matter what. <laughs> Wait, yeah. so so the group takes the food if you sele- if you don't take that option. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, like you and Clementine like, uh, kind of abstain from taking anything, but like, you know, Kenny and all the rest of them still take stuff. Yeah, they'll still take the food and everything, uh, even if you don't. And you kind of are like, oh, I don't think it's right. And she's like, yeah, let's not do it. And then they take it. They're like, well, it's here. We're taking it. And then they take it back to the hotel with them. Yeah. Okay, because I took it. Did right. you? Yeah. Um, you jerk. You so, got so he was, kidnapped. He, that guy was pissed at you. Yeah, Look. he was pissed at you. He was just pissed at our friend. <laughs> Look, <laughs> a motherfucker shouldn't leave supplies <laughs> yeah. in the middle of the road. Honestly, well, I said the same he was thing. Look, for his kid. This guy blamed me for his whole marriage. <laughs> um, he also had his wife's head in the bag. You had yeah, that too, yeah. right? Yeah. That was, that was awesome. the thing. It was actually funny. I told John to take it. I was like, John, just take it. And you're like, no, Clementine doesn't want us to. I'm like, all right, fine. <laughs> like, yeah. whatever. And look what happened. Yeah. It didn't Either matter. Either way, it, it didn't, didn't matter. matter. It didn't matter at all. Yeah, I was wondering how that was going to play out. And For- let me let me ask you, in the, the meat locker with, what's her name? Claire was that her name? The girl's dad? Yeah. Yeah. Did you kill him? No. no. Uh, Kenny did. Kenny did. I was trying yeah. to... I remember that scene. Because, like, <laughs> I was trying to give him CPR, and all of a sudden, Kenny just drops a salt block, like, on his head yeah. as yeah. I'm, as I'm like, compressing his chest. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm pressing the chest, and all of a sudden, boom. Kenny just, Like, half his head is gone. Yeah. I'm like, whoa. Okay, so what I'm hearing from this is they give you choices in the game, but yeah. no matter what option you take, things are still going to play out the same way. I think way. for most Pretty of the much. stuff, Because I selected true. to kill that guy. Did you? Now, <laughs> Kenny still did it. You just hold him down. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, no. As, I, as much as I like the story in the game. Or you keep what's-her-name away. Yeah. I, like I really like the story in the game, um, especially compared to, like Robert said, most horror games that just have terrible stories. Um, it does feel like most of the decisions either don't matter or they they don't matter like at they matter at that point but then the person's going to die later on anyways you're just kind of keeping one character alive a little longer than another one yeah or they I, it kind of affects the end game a little bit of like yeah. maybe who you have with you when you go to rescue Clementine I think it does cuz it shows you after you beat the game like in chapters like who you ended up with and stuff like yeah. that and, it, and who you saved yeah. and all that I kind think, of stuff cuz like when we played Robert and I, we saved pretty much everybody, but when I was playing, I declined to take anybody with me to go save Clementine. At the very end, yeah, he went by himself. I went by myself. So I don't know if that's how it I also hit the bite from the group because I wanted to be that classic uh, cliche. I hit the bite too. Yeah. (laughs) But the thing is, like, like, so I went by myself, but, like, the boat still gets stolen, right? Yeah. By Vernon. Well, when I went... um, I guess if I would have told them about the bite, uh, the Omid and Krista, 
yeah, whatever the girl with him was. Yes. Um, they would. They were like, "You jerk! If you would have told us, we would have went with you." But Kenny went with me. Hmm. Um, so the two of them stayed behind at the boat to protect it, but it still gets stolen did, by the senior citizens. Did you cut off your arm, or did I Kenny, cut it off? Yeah. Did Kenny help well, you? Well, Kenny or? did it. He did it. Okay, we did it ourselves. Yeah, it was just like it was just Lee there. It was just like <laughs> yeah. it was like it was a very interesting yeah, like scene where it's like. Okay, like uh, like click here to uh, saw your arm off. <laughs> yeah. But it took a couple times to get through because obviously, yeah. like, you're not gonna get that clean like on the first try. Yeah. So it took us like what it a was good gross. a good minute. Yeah, just, just like just saw back and forth. I'm yeah. like, oh, this sucks. I'm like, well, this is pretty. Uh, I'm pretty immersed right now. So Kenny was with you though at that moment. Yeah, and Kenny, uh, because you collapsed and then you like wake up and Kenny's like, what the fuck? Why didn't you tell me? Uh, okay. And. Uh, then he was like, do you want to cut it off or not? And I was like, let's do it. This is what we're supposed to do, right? Yeah. I've gone against every other instinct for every one of <laughs> yeah. my choices. Let's cut the arm off. So there there are some story changes. That, I mean, like, just but different interactions. It all, it all ends yeah. up the same. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. Oh, it all... Just ruin everything. Nah, okay. it's still recording. Good job. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it all, it all ends up the same. Because Kenny dies, right? Yes. Yeah. He well, he disappears. Like, you don't see him die. Yeah, that's true. That was, like, something that they even mentioned, kind of, like, he's like, I just saw him running out there. He's dead or something like oh, that. But okay. they didn't, like... He I was surrounded by back. on both sides in an alleyway. But I, I think... Oh, so see, Walking Dead is kind of... how that played out for me. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Um, he was going with me. Well, everybody was with me when we were going to the hotel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and... The three, Omid, uh, Krista, or whatever her name was, and Lee stopped. We were all on the rooftop, and there was just a like a skylight broken open or something, yeah. and it was dark down inside, and we all stopped right in front of that, and Kenny was like, come on, guys, let's keep moving, and hit Lee, and the radio fell down in the thing, mm. and That's one of my different. options was to leave it or to go get it, and I was like, fuck it, let's go get it. So what's her name jumped down in the hole to get it and then she couldn't get back out and uh I got a metal pole so she could grab onto it and one arm Lee dropped her. Don't know why we chose Lee to pull <laughs> her up. Yeah. I mean Omid and Kenny were both there. Yeah. With both arms. Yeah. 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 Uh or why they would let Lee do it alone. Because well, Lee's having to work with one arm. He's probably built yeah. up all that extra strength in that arm. I yeah. mean, Super it had strong. only been like 20 minutes. <laughs> hey, you don't <laughs> know. body adapts quickly. <laughs> yeah. So. It's like when you lose eyesight, you just got, you have a better sense all of smell. All of a sudden smell. you hear everything. Yeah. I, I mean, you've seen Daredevil, right? He's, right, yeah. Yeah, so you lose that arm, then all the strength just goes to that other arm. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, then she falls down in there, and then that alerts all the zombies in the room. And Kenny jumps down in there to boost her out, mm. and then he runs off into the dark. Really? Yeah, See, yeah, it's the same thing I had. That's what you had? Yeah. I think for Ours us... Ours was completely different. Yeah, uh, I guess, like, the way Kenny died in our scenario was that, because we still had Ben alive, that little snotty teenager, we uh, we jumped the roof, but he didn't make it, and he fell, like, on a metal pipe, metal rebar right, pipe, yeah. or whatever. He was impaled, but he was, like, you know, crying, like, I don't want to turn into a zombie. Don't leave me here. And Kenny had a gun of like one last bullet, and he told Lee, "He's like, you got to go, just go." Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it's implied that Kenny used the last bullet on ben, ben as the zombies were closing in on both sides. But what the, that it's a pretty it... badass death. I think it's way. I don't want to like toot my own horn, <laughs> but I think our Kenny's death was way better than yours. <laughs> I'm just saying. 
I just I mean, he ran off in the dark. Come on. But that's kind of interesting because yeah, there are a bunch of zombies after him. Yeah. yeah he's but still that's on against zombies. I mean, it's But that's what I'm saying. Like out the like fact, a man. But the fact that theirs ran off in the dark and you didn't actually see him die and the same with us is you saw the like, zombies close like around him but you didn't see him die. Yeah. Where you see so, everybody else die. And I think mine he's still did alive. sacrifice himself to save what's her name. Yeah, I think where's, I think where's yours sacrificed himself to kill a child. What? <laughs> ben was to put him out of his to put him out of his misery. I don't even yeah. remember where I lost Ben at, but I think I had a choice where I had to leave him behind or something like that, or he ran oh, off yeah. or something. Oh, the shit. clock tower, like a. Oh yeah, I yeah. dropped his ass. That's <laughs> yeah, I, I think I did the same thing. There you go. Because I was like, I feel like I'm gonna die if I pull him up. So you I don't just let him go. You don't, you don't. Yeah. Well, I realized that afterwards when they told me the percentage of the people who let him go. Yeah. <laughs> Were you in the minority? Oh yes. Oh. Yeah. I, think I, I think I was there with you. I was in the minority with a I, lot of my choices. But I bet you, I bet you, Kenny is in season two. Make a surprise appearance. I think along so. with uh, what's your name, Christy? No, Lily. Lily. Lily is the one who drove off in the RV, just... right? Yeah. Same. Same thing. She yeah. Drove off yeah. RV and yeah. Off she shot um, the girl. Yeah. The other one. Yeah, I don't know if that um, which was no way to keep pretty her. awesome, by the way. That was out of nowhere. It was just in the middle of a conversation. It's like, oh, hey, look at the. Oh, I was oh, so boy. mad. I thought <laughs> Lee was gonna go to to Bone Town. I know. Yeah, uh, take her to Bone Zone. <laughs> that's the that's the thing. Is like that's the Walking Dead. Is like kill every character, yeah. <laughs> just some way. I don't know. Bring it back to the to story though. I feel like the main focus of this game, story wise, was the relationship you're building with Clementine. Yeah. With Lee. Like it's kind of like a pseudo fodder dollar relationship. Towards the end of the game, you're like you really care for her. Like you're really kind of rooting that she, for her to to survive. Yeah. And like at the end, it's like, yeah, I want her to shoot Lee right now in the head because yeah. he's gonna turn into a zombie. <laughs> but it's like so. depressing because then she's gonna be on her own. Yeah, I mean, yeah. unless she finds. It's very similar to the uh, the relationship between Joel and Ellie from The Last of Us. Yeah. Did you uh, Did you guys have Clementine shoot Lee? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you guys are would be terrible parents. <laughs> Why? What did you do? I spared Clementine that fucking nightmare. Wait, how? So how did you kill Lee? You uh, let them turn. You let him turn into a zombie. Yes. Oh, that's rough. What if she sees him walking around like her parents? Oh. He was handcuffed to a radiator. Uh, that's true. Oh, yeah. He wasn't going anywhere easily. He's yeah. still gonna be a zombie. I mean, Man, he, she what, stayed what, there uh, with him until no, he died. And then what? He's gonna be a zombie with black. no arms. Yeah, but that's true. But that, if he gets loose, yeah, he'll be a zombie with no arms. Right. He still so, has the fighting power, though. Let's just make this clear. There's no way to save Lee, right? Like, he's a goner. Yeah, so. he's gone. I think he's going to die no matter what. Spoiler. Yeah. So, at the beginning of the game, if you go back to the beginning of the game, look at all the characters that you start with. The only person that survives is Clementine. Yeah. Yeah, from the beginning. Well, it, it depends because Omid and uh, what's-her-name oh. live. Yeah. But they came. Well, I think, and anyways. And Lily drives off. But they yeah. came back from season, or chapter three or whatever. That's when you but first saw them. Gameplay wise, like the only one, the only character you're really left with is just Clementine. Yeah, yeah. from the very beginning. Yeah, yeah, and she, well, she ends up being. I'm pretty sure she's the main character for season two. Yeah, I think you're she playing is. She's her, older. She becomes like a teenager, and you're playing as her as a teenager. Mm. Wow. Okay, let's go on to gameplay. Let's do it. <laughs> gameplay controls, level design. We kind of talked about this in immersion, but uh, I gave it a seven point five out of ten. John a four out of ten. Adam a six point five out of ten, and Tyler a seven out of ten. John, explain yourself. Uh, level design was uh, was pretty. It was pretty linear. It's yeah. basically like a straight corridor. Like, oh, walk from point A to point B. Oh, there's also some points of interest in between. Yeah. You might want to click those. Um, as I, I mentioned earlier, the puzzles 
they were pretty straightforward too. There wasn't room for kind of exploration or just like alternatives. I feel yeah. like if they kind of open it up a little bit, maybe they didn't have enough time or like the resources to do. I don't think more they had the resources. Ed. I think they were still a relatively small company at that point. Yeah. You know, if they, I, I think it was just like a if the game had a more open ended nature. I feel like I would give like the gameplay a higher score because it would feel like an actual game. Yeah, you know, but as Adam said, like. It just you're just playing an interactive story, like you're not. It doesn't really like you never feel like you're playing anything, really. It, yeah, it's in a weird kind of. It's right on the line, for some people. Like, would you even consider it a game, or is it just like yeah? Where do, you, and where do you classify it? Especially since a lot of times you can just highlight those points of interest and click to look at it or pick it up, and the character yeah. will just walk over there and do it themselves. Yeah, yeah. I will say though that there are. A little bit of act, uh, the few gameplay moments there were, like some of them were really well done. Like when you're backing away from a group of zombies and you have to like shoot them. And then get your leg, like your leg falls to the stairs yeah, I mean, and you have to pull pretty... your leg out and shoot the zombies. That I was kind of cool. Those uh, those situations are pretty intense. I feel like the game could have used a little bit more of that. See, I was kind of okay with the amount that they used because it was more of an exploratory game and like conversation based, like talking to people and seeing how they interacted with different groups after this apocalypse or whatever but the fact that they introduced some shooting mechanics and sometimes where you had to like fight zombies and you know do that it's a common thing in the walking dead universe on the show and then the comics it's not like it's not about the action it's about the story between the characters and how the characters interact with each other and other people like the zombies are there but they're kind of a secondary character yeah Mm. And it tries to show you, like, what people would be like if there were no rules and no yeah. laws and stuff like that. I don't know. Yeah. No, the game just felt too straightforward for me, yeah. gameplay-wise. And I hate to, uh, now that they are a bigger, more popular studio, I'm playing one of their more recent games, the Tales from the Borderlands. And it's still pretty much just as linear. There's still yeah. the same yeah. points of interest. So I really think it's going to boil down as if you're interested in this subject matter, as if you're going to yeah. really enjoy the game or not. Yeah, I'm sure. It's like playing. I mean, that's what the Jurassic Park, Back to the Future. They take these popular franchises, and then, you know, th- that's who they're appealing to to like play those kind of games. Yeah, and these these games come out on like everything. Like, I, I think yeah. they might have started as iOS games, at least for The Walking Dead, and then it slowly rolled out to all the other consoles from there, I, and I, PC, and yeah I think it was released on p c and console first as digital. I don't know if it was a mobile game first ah, okay yeah but it came out but I know it came out somewhere a lot. I'm pretty sure the disc version was a lot later because it was like yeah the Xbox, disc version was a lot later it was an Xbox arcade game for a while and mm. it was on Steam for a while and things like yeah that. yeah but it was definitely all uh distributed digitally at first yeah. yeah all right well, let's move on to the final category. what is it? Would How you say it's funny? Was this game hilarious? <laughs> yeah, I would. Give I gave it, it. <laughs> when Lee shot Clementine. <laughs> oh, I cracked up for hours. Oh, John yeah. couldn't settle me. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> let's get to. I tried. <laughs> yeah. I tried. Let's get to the final category, which is scariness. How scary was this game? I gave it a three point five out of ten. John, a five out of ten. Adam, a one out of ten. And Tyler, a 2 out of 10. John? John and Adam fight. Why do you right. have a vagina? Because <laughs> it's nice. Okay. Yeah. Nice and well, soft. that explains the 5. Nice and soft. <laughs> <laughs> no, there were there were some extremely intense moments in this game. The very few, 
moments. But I feel like there was enough to warrant a five, at least. You know. Well, I mean, I gave it a three point five. I, I mean, it wasn't like it wasn't scary, like crap your pants scary. It was just there were a lot of moments where you just tense. Like your stomachs were just all clenched up inside. The I mean, there's time. I I like the way you had to make the decisions within like two seconds, where it was just like you saw the meter going down, you had to hurry up and pick something. You're like, I hope I picked the right choice. Yeah, and and those kind of moments, plus a couple of jump scares, that's why I gave it my three point five. I gave it a one because of the two jump scares in the game. There you go. Uh, so those they, were, they, they, uh, they were like point five each. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's about all a jump scare equals. Okay. If that. I mean, so if there was twenty jump scares, ten out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> oh, easily. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it it could have been scarier. I understand what they were trying to do with it. It wasn't meant to be a scary game. Uh, it was really this story about Lee and Clementine. Everything else was just the set piece to move it all forward. Um, so yeah, I just didn't find it that scary. Um, those two jump scares, I was like, oh. Man, especially since that first one came so late in the game, it was like chapter three. Yeah, it was out and of then, nowhere. Yeah, and I was like, at that point, I was like, okay, well, there's going to be nothing scary in this. So I was yeah. like, all right. And I mean, it, The Walking Dead really doesn't do that much scary-wise anyways. Like, no. the show doesn't really have any big moments. of. There's like, a few yeah. Jump yeah, there's a couple jump scares, jump scares there might there. be That might be part of the reason why I gave this game such a high rating on scariness. Because, like, it did feel like it was scarier than a TV show. It felt like a scare, and you can't really get scared from a comic book. But yeah, yeah I mean, like I said, I think this Ooh, was the best story in that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, reading my comic it books is, it is cowboy <laughs> boots. in the dark, not yeah. caring. <laughs> yeah. Can you can you read me John's score again before he makes fun of you any further? Yeah, seriously, That's all five. you're five out of ten. <laughs> It I'm wasn't crap in your pants, scary, but it was pee in your pants. I saw John tinkle a little bit. Yeah, no, right out of his oh, vagina. I shook it off. Yeah, yeah. I'll bring you some. Uh, Depends the next time I come over. Oh, you're wearing some. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? No, I got nothing. Uh, I'll just say that, like I said before, this I like this story compared to all the other Walking Dead universe I think I rated this similar to Last of Us as far as scariness goes. I feel like they're on the same level, scariness-wise. Yeah. Yeah. I I think the Last Last of Us was a little scarier. scarier, Yeah. Yeah. It has more tense moments. Well, it was a longer game. It was so. I, mean, I have no opinion. He didn't play I, it. I started the game twice and quit twice. Wow. <laughs> okay. On two it, different consoles. It was, it, too, it was too scary. Uh, it was too scary. It was so scary. I couldn't lose the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you guys that. Oh, yeah. So scary. Yeah, yeah. it's fair. Right. I agree. All right, Robert. What's the uh, final scariness rating on that? Oh yeah, I forgot I do that. All right, so if you average up all the scores, this game for a horror game gets a total of a 6.4. But since we're worried mostly about the scariness, the total averages out to a 2.9. <laughs> that ranks it up above there. some games and below some other ones. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yep. Right there on the list? Right there on the that list. Is. This game, now okay. that it has a score, is so on the list. It's definitely <laughs> not top 10, yeah. obviously. Not top 10. I think, I think you need at least a 7.9 or an 8.1 to get I to would, the top 10. I would hope it's not bottom three. I don't think it's bottom three. It's either. probably bottom ten. I would I would it's hope definitely it's like bottom, bottom one. Right. But John ruined it with his five. I think yeah. No, this this I is think, the this is the first on. score I might fight anybody. What was like a two point nine? You well, said no. I think Stanley Parable okay, is yeah, the lowest game. Stanley Parable is the least scary of these games. No, didn't something beat Stanley Parable? 
Oh, yeah. You know what? I, that might be right. Well, yeah. I think that was a mistake on our part. <laughs> if anything beats the Stanley Parable <laughs> on being less scary. Was it Dream of the Blood Moon? That like, uh, no, the, no, no. That got higher it? than that. Oh, okay. But I know Stanley Parable is down there. I don't have the list in front of me, but was Stanley it? Parable, the Friday the Thirteenth, like Friday the Thirteenth, yeah, 13th. it was Friday the Thirteenth. It might be that one, yeah, yeah, yeah Friday the Thirteenth for the NES. I mean, to be fair, that game wasn't scary either. No, it's a, so it's a come on. Okay, Walking Dead was scarier than it was scarier yeah, than those. Those two. were scary. definitely. I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> Stanley Parable wasn't scary, but it was Friday a good 13th. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I enjoyed this. As loosely as you can define it as a game, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I did too. Okay, guys, is mm. there was there is there any potential in this type of game for like a a really really scary game to come out? Do you there think? could you mean, be for you sure. Mean, you mean for the Walking Dead or a Telltale game? A Telltale game. I well, not so. necessarily yeah. a Telltale game, just like a point style of interactive yeah. story. I think you I can. Think you can. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, they just have to take away some of those invisible walls. Mm. Open up the area to explore a little bit more. Yeah. I think you, I feel like but at that point, it doesn't become a point-click uh, adventure game anymore, right? Uh, it just I, becomes like an actual game. Well, <laughs> I mean, this oh. is trying to just kind of stave off the the point-click so adventure by giving you a tiny little area to play in. I'm yeah. not saying massively expand it, but if you could explore that area around the hotel, like if you could walk behind the hotel, Whoa. even. Like, yeah. if you could, could go outside of the gate a little hotel. bit more, like, wander a little bit into the forest, like, they don't have to massively expand the area, yeah. but just give you a little bit more of an option to, like, get lost or screw something up. But I'll also say that, like, I don't think you can do it with a zombie game. I mean, you can always do jump scares, but after a while, jump scares are going to get kind of boring. I think yeah. you have to do something like, uh, what was that Indonesian horror game we played? Dread uh, Out. Dread Out. I thought, like, that was unique in the different styles that it used. It actually did have like that zombie guy who chased you, but then yeah. it also had like ghosts and yeah, like a whole bunch of, of other things. going. Yeah. On that's too. what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like it, it, it had a lot of things going and a lot of things changed throughout the chapters that made it like continue to be scary. So if you have something like that going, I think you can make yeah, it. I, a I think this game, game proves reasonably that they can, you can get some immersion into the game. And that's one of the biggest things for making a scary game is you have to be immersed into the game. Yeah. But even like The Last of Us, it wouldn't solely rely on zombies. Like they yeah. had other, like more enhanced versions yeah. of those zombies. Yeah. And then even and human people. enemies. Yeah. yeah. They were infected by fungus. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. Podcast audience, as I said, zombies. zombies. <laughs> I air quoted it. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's they true. can't see Which you John doing the air quote. They can't see you doing the air quote. Well, I don't give a fuck. I'm pretty sure right. when you're in an audio medium, you have to say air quotes. I mean, quote it. unquote. Yeah. That's quote. what you say. All right. Yeah. All right. But you saw it. <laughs> <laughs> We're Whatever. recording a podcast right now. Look, yeah. Right? We're just trying to either stave off or. All right, wait. Let's just cut out drama. the last five minutes. We'll back it up. I'll go in. <laughs> let's I'll cut out the last forty minutes. You mean, right. you mean like just, how we cut off the first like thirty seconds? John let's start over. Let's just ready. start this podcast over. So okay. Let's do it. All new scores. All, All right. right. All right, guys. Yep. Anybody here excited to play season two? I want to play it, but now that I heard that, who was it? Who just said that they got pretty bad reviews and stuff? Hmm. I would guess Tyler. Yeah, I, I don't know. Is either Tyler or John? No, it was John. Might have been me. Don't. Yeah, I don't know. If if it got terrible reviews, that sucks. But I, I do want to play it. If it plays it exactly out. the same, I I I'm not really looking forward to it. Really? Yeah. It's gonna play the exact same. It's another yeah. Telltale game. It's gonna play. Yeah. The exact I think it's only have... for me if it has like a decent story that's not retreading old stuff. 
I'll be fine with it. Man, I liked it. It was nice and peaceful. Like it was just yeah, there you go. A thing to walk through. It was yeah. yeah. Why not? Wait, That's so, what we look for so in horror games: a nice, peaceful <laughs> yeah. experience. Yeah. It's right up there, I mean, with dear Esther. I mean, gameplay. I was able to p- uh, fit a lot more gameplay of other games in mm. in the midst of my Walking Dead thing. So, so, so you feel like change the pace. So do you feel like you should adjust your gameplay score because it enhanced? No, it, oh. no. Yeah. no, no, no. I'm saying it was a lot less pressure instead of being like, man, I want to spend like 14 hours this week playing Splatoon, but I got to play this game instead. Ooh, it allowed Splatoon. me to play Splatoon for 14 hours. <laughs> Splatoon. Right. Now that's When a Adam game. brings up Splatoon, I know it's time to wrap up the podcast. <laughs> I think you guys should not knock Splatoon until you fucking All try. All right. Well, before we uh, knock Splatoon. Yeah. You know what? Coming uh, next any, week. Uh, any plugs? With, uh, yeah, I have one. Make? Coming Splatoon. next week that to the Shark Dropper Network. Splatoon. Splatoon cast. Nope. All Splatoon all the time. Is that going to be just you talking about Splatoon? As always. Oh, I have plenty of friends that will come talk about it. Any questions? Questions, comments, or suggestions for what games are just like not involving Splatoon. Squid Kids for life. Check out SharkDropper.com. Slash SplatoonCast. Are you sure their parents will let them be dropped off here? You can check out all the different podcasts we have on there. Paralyzed, Shark Dropper, Word of the Bay. Not SplatoonCast. There's a bunch of fictional. That's because that's not coming until next week. And non-fictional podcasts on there. Um, we'll talk about the Splatoon cast afterwards. Hey, but no. There's a bunch of podcasts on Adam's there. Adam's doing the air quote thing right now. Yeah. No, I just want to point that out. I don't know what an and air quote is. And you can is email anyway. us at sharkdropper, uh, sharkdropper at gmail.com. And, Hashtag yeah. Squid Kids Yes. That's yeah. not part of it. No, he's still doing the air quotes, so <laughs> okay. it's all right. And uh, yeah, I think that does. Also, visit Patreon and donate anything from a dollar hey, or more. Did you, uh, and you will upload get that video stuff. to Patreon? Or a copy of Splatoon to stop these haters from hating. Hey, did you hey, upload if that we video? If we raise 50 bucks, we'll buy Splatoon to appease Adam. It's six. No, we, uh, we all shot a very cringy video to upload to Patreon. I was oh, no, that. I haven't uploaded that oh, yet. You I'm going to upload that, but we it's also so have we have it's the first so three episodes of Doppel Avenue Hurt, our fictional film noir on there. You can get all three episodes for $1 right now before release, which is on August 26th. So check that out. And guys, if you don't have a dollar, what are you doing with an iPhone? Seriously, or don't an even phone. don't even have anything because yeah. How are you fuck. able to listen to us? Because the internet costs money, right? That's true. Unless you go to McDonald's and steal yeah. the, but they, you have to have a laptop or yeah. something. I really to feel use like it. we need to stop trying to alienate our broke homeless audience. Yeah, that's true. They're probably our biggest uh, demographic. <laughs> Yeah. Look, I'm listen, sure. They I'm sure they're making outside the window. at least a dollar and change a day. There's just That's true. Bob out there. Yeah, there's just like guys. a couple homeless people they're listening through the window. Fans. Yeah, we should probably stop alienating them. Yeah, I air agree. quotes. Oh, they will. That. They will. They will be well represented on Splatoon cast. Okay. Oh, they both told me they hate Splatoon. How would they know? They're homeless. For my Wrap co-hosts, up, <laughs> Adam, Robert, and Tyler, I've been your host, John. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you guys, quote unquote next time. Squid Kids Forever.
off the target. T-minus five seconds till shark drop. Five, four, three, two, one. Drop the shark! Go! 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 This podcast is a Shark Dropper Studios production. 